what's up everybody welcome once again to yet another episode i think this is episode four and today we are talking about how to take care of your team your team is extremely important for your business why assuming you're doing a wedding gig how can you do a wedding gig alone and you're offering both photography and videography if you're doing a commercial you need a creative director a director cinematographer you need a dop you need a gaffer you need a gripper how are you able to do all that alone you need a team but then for your team to be fruitful they need motivation they need to be taken care of how do you take care of your team and in one of my experiences i have had a place where i really did not treat my team very very well and they were not very very motivated it was my fault um and that's the story i'm telling you today so welcome and enjoy If you have listened to the first, third, second, third episode, there is this story I give about the wedding I did that I really messed up. I I, I charged very low. I, I went to the wedding without skill, and I and I I was not able to get all information, and I messed up the wedding. So after that wedding, I really did not do any other wedding. So what I did is that I got an opportunity to go and work with one of the great photographers in Kenya. Her name is Tandiwe Moriu, and I went to work in her studio and i really got to see how weddings are done and how business is done and she was doing some high-end wedding which she does even now and it was really fascinating that a photographer would make this real this good money so i thought that the few months i stayed there that i have learned and i did not wait and that will bring next it will be i think episode six where we talk about patience and i was not patient enough to go through the process and understand the full scope of a wedding business and when i saw that i had uh, learned how to take good pictures i just left the studio and i went to rebranded myself from jonathan james photography to the j creative studio which is is even now and when i did that tandiwe mori was gracious enough to tell me jonathan if you want to use any pictures that you have taken in one of our weddings using your camera as part of your portfolio you can go ahead and do that and so immediately i used that content uh, taken in her weddings using my camera and posted it on social media and so many other places and i got three weddings one of the weddings i got was in kisumu so we were four of us so two of us were photographers the two of the others were videographers so what we did is that we took george's vehicle and we drove all the way to kisumu of course it was an amazing journey because we did so many stops taking a, a lot of pictures on the road the landscapes the escarpments and all those kind of stuff but we did not know what was awaiting us in Kisumu at night because it was extremely devastating. So these people thought that I have booked the wedding and that I have sorted the I am I have already done the arrangements on where they are where they are going to sleep and how they are going to eat and how they are going to travel and all those stuff. So the client had promised me that all accommodation staff are all sorted out. So what happened is that on getting to Kisumu the first concern of the client was that we needed to go and see the Photoshop venue. So we went, saw the venue, do, did some scouting in Kisumu in Sovereign Hotel where the photo shoot would be. Then we went to sleep. But where we went to sleep is where now I am really talking about today because I need to take care of my team, of your team rather. 
So what I did is that when we went to the place you're supposed to sleep, it was where the groomsmen and the groom were supposed to sleep. But it's not only the groom and the groomsmen that were in that place. There were even the relatives, the friends, families, they were all there. And so what happened is that when it came to sleeping, the priority was given to family and friends and the people who are the bridal, the groomsmen. Those were given priority to sleep. So us who are photographers, we were nowhere considered. So what happened is that the whole place in the event sitting room was full. So there were only two spots for the photographers to sleep. So it's either I and Dan would sleep and Nixon and George would sit down on chairs so that they can be able to look after the equipment where they were charging because we had used up the batteries using our travel. Then after like four hours, they would after like another two hours, we would wake up, sit down on the chairs. Then George and Nixon would sit down and sleep would sleep for another several hours. And we did not sleep that whole night. In fact, when you tell a person to sleep for two hours, it's like tell them not to sleep. Because you how do you sleep for two hours? So at the end of the day we slept each around four hours and it was so congested. It was not comfortable at all. And our guys the following morning the guys were so tired even before the day started they were so tired because they had to wake up early in the morning start preparing at around 5 a.m uh, go to the bath bathroom and you have to give priority to the people who are uh, friends and family and it was just chaotic sleeping in that house so we go it was an amazing wedding we shoot the wedding the whole day we enjoy ourselves and it was amazing but then since we african weddings don't keep time the the wedding was ending at around 7 7 30 pm so at that time the kisumu nairobi road was very famous on accidents there was an accident happening almost every month or every week and so we were very scared of driving at night so since the arrangement was that we are going to the, the the groom was going to sort as accommodation if we decided to sleep we just i just went to the groom i told the groom by the way this is seven if we decide to if we leave now we are going to get uh, to nairobi at around 2 a.m so we are not willing to risk and we are all tired we have been doing work the whole day so what we did is that we he he gave us to one of his friends to sort of accommodation what we did not know is that the reason he did that is because they did not even had a plan they did not have any plan from the beginning about us on saturday night and so this guy was very cunning and cheeky in fact he was very mischievous so he took us to one of the good hotels and when we went there <laughs> He left us outside the hotel, entered the hotel, then comes out of after five minutes and tells us that the hotel is full, so we cannot have accommodation inside. It was so foolish of me that I did not go inside with him to confirm, and I was putting trust on a person I have never even met, that he will go get the room and so on and so forth. So what he did, he came, entered the vehicle, and we went to another place. And as we were driving, I noticed we started going into some of the slum-like places in Kisumu. But then we thought this guy will just take us to another nice hotel, maybe the other side of the slum, and we'll be comfortable. And what really happened is that he took us to these small rooms, single rooms, that were somewhere in the middle of 
like a, a small car 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 slam and he told us now all the hotels in town are booked first of all we do not know our way around kisumu at all so even if he told us anything we do not know and he said this is what that has been paid for now to where i went wrong is that i did not push on to try tell him no we cannot sleep here we need to look for a new hotel and we pay for ourselves no since we were so tired and we did not even have enough money that time what we did is that we just slept in those rooms <laughs> now there's a way to went wrong so uh, the guy decided Jonathan since you are our boss you are going to sleep in your own room then um one other person takes one room and another other two people take one remember we four of us so two of us took each a room and two slept together so we enter into the room we just have a chat and then we split into the rooms and when we enter the room something surprising happened when we switch when i switched off the lights to sleep i just had some bites on my body he it was so bad that i remember i was in a public university uh, and one of the things if you have been in a public university in kenya you'll know that there has been some infestation or or what i'll call them they, we had the infestation of bed bugs for some years like almost three years i don't know whether they're right now they are there so i know the exact bite of a bed bug and how it bites and the pattern by which it bites so when i sleep i feel that i that bite is very for me familiar so i put on the lights on putting on the lights i find an ocean of bed bugs on my bed and they are so huge so hungry and they just scatter so i could not sleep so what i did i took my trench coat put it on the floor took my camera bag put it as a pillow and that's where i slept for the whole night what i did i was trying to imagine is we are all tired we have shot almost a wedding for 12 hours so we are so tired so tired that we just need to sleep we just need to sleep and now my friends who are so tired are going through the same predicament all because i did not make the right decision of standing up and said no we are not sleeping in this hotel or rather we are going to pay better hotels than this and by the time we are waking up in the morning because we were to wake up very early in the morning to go take time lapses of lake victoria they were all having eye bugs they were not sleeping they did not sleep well they were eaten by bed bugs and i felt so guilty that i could not take care of these people in fact they could, they did not even eat well in the wedding because i did they, they were i think they were not given food in the wedding because you see there are people who think Uh, service providers are slaves so they don't give them even food so we they ate very little food and it was in a in 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 a in a very far away land <laughs> it was so bad i did not hustle lunch for them and now they are sleeping in a place they are they have they have bed bugs on friday night they did not sleep well they slept for four hours because they were sleeping in shift and now they are sleeping in a hotel with bed bugs and the following day they have to wake up in the morning go take pictures and then travel all the way to nairobi 
And I remember one even George George one of the team members said Jonathan you could have told us that we you don't have money to pay a good hotel we could have paid for ourselves it's only 3000 and I felt guy I felt so bad about it and I really learned a lesson I really learned that the most precious thing in your business is your team and you should take care of those people as much as you can and from that time i put it as a rule that if we are going to a wedding and you want four of us please have accommodation for four of us and it's not accommodation that you choose is we choose for ourselves like for example if we go back to a wedding in kisumu we are the one to choose the hotel to sleep in we are the one to choose what to eat and we are the one to choose how we are going to go there not the bride and the groom why because the bride and the groom will never think about you but you have to think about your team the rest of the photographers not only about your team but even yourself so the other day we were going for some work for one of the corporate clients and and we were going back to Kisumu but when you look at where we are right now when you try look saving time and saving your energy traveling from Nairobi to Kisumu for 7 hours that's a whole day spent traveling then you have to go work the following day then 7 days traveling back that's a lot of work so what we did with my friend or with my colleague is that we decided to the client we must pay flights so the client paid flight from here to Kisumu and we left Nairobi at 6:20 a.m. go to Kisumu at 7:20 a.m. started working at 9 by 3 p.m. we were done went to the lake to eat fish and by 6:20 we were in the airport by 7:20 we were in Nairobi now that model of working was way better than the previous one one because we used one day to work we went to kisumu did a documentary and then came back in the evening now if fred this time i was the employee and my co- my the guy who gave me the job i felt that he has really considered me why because he really wanted he he made sure i eat i ate well a good breakfast he made sure that i ate good lunch he made sure that i travel safely and even faster and that's how you should always do for your team not only for your team but even for yourself always look for your the well-being of you and your team sleep in the best hotel sleep eat good food sleep well sort accommodation for your team or even for yourself why because the 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 conducive environment you create for your team or even for yourself makes you a better creative and that's a story of how i learned how to take care of my team right now my team the one i work with i would rather spend more money and they ha- and they are full i would rather spend more money and they travel well i would rather spend more money and they have water to drink why because their well-being means my well-being means that they are more creative means that they they produce even more and that's how you're supposed to take care of your team and there are so many other ways you can talk about the team you can talk about how creating a great team how you motivate them how you incentivize them how even you encourage them how you rebuke them when they are wrong it's also something you need to learn and we are going to have a whole video on our youtube channel talking about that but today is the story of how I learned how to take care of myself as a creative and how to take care of my team if I am the lead of the team and you are the one to shield them from the client's cruelty 
if the client is not kind shift shield them have those conversation with the client way beforehand decide the hotels decide the meals decide how you're going to do like for example my contract states that if food is not served uh, that all my crew should be served from the high table unless otherwise unless in a place where i know that uh, food is plenty but since the photographers are always where the bridegroom is if the bridegroom gets late before coming to the reception and the photographers are with the bride and the and by the time the the crew we are coming back to the reception the meals of the rest of the people in Asia or the meals are over what happens the the, bride, the, the, the my crew will not eat no my crew has to eat because they were the food ended while they were with the bride and groom so where the bride and groom eats that's where the my crew eats from we are only four of us sometimes five so that's not much food why because i want my team to be motivated i want my team to be motivated you also need to be motivated so hope that is clear hope you have understood that and i hope that you are going to make sure that your team is taken care of and you also are taken care of thank you for listening to us in our next episode we're going to talk about um always having a contract and always having an agreement because if you don't do that you're going to get yourself in deep deep trouble so thank you um hope you like this episode click on the link in the description below so that you can get the free questionnaire that i give in the last episode that questionnaire is the questionnaire that has all the questions you need to ask the client before you go for the shoot you need to get informed and also subscribe to the podcast if you're watching this video on youtube subscribe to our youtube channel the link the the button is below the red button also click on the bell notification button to get notifications every time we release a new video and until next time make sure that you continue learning practicing and creating peace